Hello, my name is Babe Rogers. Welcome back to Pig Talk, the podcast about all things gay porn and sex. Why did I just say that like that? Um, today, we are discussing a topic that I literally just said I was going to wait on, but fuck that, I guess. Um, the the monkeypox situation worldwide has really evolved very quickly. Um, and so ethically speaking, I think I'm perfectly fine speaking on this now, though I will say, um, get that fucking vaccine if you can and, uh, get your COVID shots and get on prep and get tested every three months, especially if you're going to orgies, which is what we're discussing today. Um, gay orgies 101. I wish I could just fu- put the fucking word orgies without having to edit and censor that, but whatever. Um, so I actually, the impetus for this podcast happened <laughs> really long ago at this point I guess it's probably been four months since but um I think I've been living here for like three months by here I mean Palm Springs California new Sodom and Gomorrah um I'd been living here for like three months and I had a day where I went to two orgies in one day which is a lot even for like a you know like a a slurpy skanky pig whore slut hole eh, that I am sex gremlin um that's a lot i don't highly recommend two orgies in one day i fucking work in sex and that still was a lot for me um but so i went to two orgies in one day and they were like so different they were like diametrically opposed and i to you know spoiler alert i liked the first one so much better than the second one and i came away from that being like i'm a slut i should like all orgies why didn't i like that second one and i was like sitting in my home in the couch you can maybe see behind me if you're subscribed on patreon um just like you know analyzing it in my head and then i was like babe you idiot just analyze out loud into a microphone so that's what we're going to be discussing today and using you know i want to talk about orgies sort of empirically um what makes an orgy what makes a good orgy and and i want to kind of use as a frame of reference this one day that i had um, where I went to these two different types of orgies as sort of the, you know, the, the real life example of what I want to discuss. So first and foremost, or not foremost, but first certainly, is we should probably clarify what the fuck is an orgy versus any other gay group sex thing, which, you know, I've talked about gangbangs and really I think the kind of like, is it this, is it that between orgies and something is gangbangs, you know what I mean? They're kind of in the same conversation, but in my mind, and I think in a lot of like slut pigs minds um those are very different things and as i discussed first of all i wanted to mention and this is something i find very fascinating is that some people don't even consider like threesomes to be group sex which i find bizarre but i consider threesomes to be group sex anything more than one person having sex with one person is group sex and all of these things orgies gangbangs threesomes um all fall under the umbrella of group sex and they break down further and then even within them you know there's like this like you know flow chart of okay what was the sex i just had do you know what i mean but so orgies and gangbangs as you know is two different things a gangbang as i have mentioned i think in my my video my video my podcast where i talk about organizing gangbangs um gangbangs are one bottom and i say bottom very specifically because that's important and at least three tops no i'm gonna i don't know because, you know, one bottom and two tops can just be a threesome, which is why I brought that up. But I would say um, one bottom and three tops. And the reason I just signaled four, three tops. Um, the reason I say the positions is because that's what makes a gangbang a gangbang. Is that, well, not the only thing, but that's 
in my opinion, the most important thing is that the sexual positions are rigid. The bottom is the bottom, and it's and it's almost always the bottom that's organizing, unless they have like a top dom that's organizing it for them. And I've seen that. Um, but the bottom is the bottom, and if you're not the bottom and you show up, you are going to be a top. Don't do anything else. Don't also bottom on a whim. It, because I've seen this happen in person, and this is, you know, a little tangential. We're talking about orgies, but I've been to gangbangs. This hasn't happened to me personally. I'm not one to get mad, but I have been, you know, I, I'm versatile. And so I have been to several gangbangs where, you know, the, uh, the thing about gangbangs is they take so long to organize. And so I show up to a gangbang and there's one bottom who spent, I know, because I've hosted them myself, spent months or at least a month. What did I advise? Like at least two weeks to plan. Had spent all this time and energy organizing their, you know, porn perfect fantasy gangbang. And then some stranger starts bottoming next to them and, and that com completely changes what it is. And so um, that's, you know, very tangential. But if you're a top and you show up to a gangbang top, don't do other things. I've, I've seen people get upset and it's wild. It's wild. But um, but so that's a gangbang. That's the most important aspect of a gangbang versus an orgy is that the sexual position roles are rigid, whereas in an orgy, um, everybody can kind of do whatever they want. The other thing, and I think this is less important, is social elements. So at a gangbang, um, you're kind of like there to fuck and then leave or fuck and take a break and then fuck some more. But I and this is actually something that has happened to me in real life. I This was before I even made porn, but um, I was back home in my hometown and I through a little gangbang because I was just home for weeks and bored. And so I like, I rented a motel room, all of my own, like, you know, church singing money. And I was like, yes, I'm going to get this together. Um, and then like, it was in my hometown, there is like a dedicated orgy group. And a lot of those guys did come. And I, I'm, I don't know if I'll touch on this later, but um, they, they go to orgies. And so they're used to just kind of like talking and chatting, but a gangbang, it completely changes the vibe when like, I'm getting like spit roasted, fucked, raw in every hole from every angle and then in the distance i can hear people being like oh so how's your mom she died of cancer right oh that's so sad anyways how's your daughter do you know what i mean like the social elements are a little misplaced at a gangbang whereas at orgies there can sort of even the two different types of orgies that i'm, that I'm gonna discuss there can sort of always be social elements you should be prepared for those to happen um it kind of comes down to whether or not you want them or how much of them that will assist you in deciding which orgy do I want to go to and or throw. Um, but so that's the main difference. And also, I mean, like, I think an, a, a, an orgy really is five plus people because otherwise it's like, you know, okay, three people is a threesome. Four people is a, is a foursome, though that's, you know, that's, you know, a bit more weight to that than a threesome. But it can also just be two couples. And it's like two couples to get, get together. Is that an orgy? I don't think so. So my point of reference is five and more. Um, which to a lot of people that, that might be clutching their pearls, that's really not that much. That's so few people, five people getting together and all having sex with one another. And again, you can show up to an orgy and, and only want to be a bottom and you can show up to an orgy and only want to be a top. And sometimes I've, I feel like I've been to orgies where no one crosses those lines. And that's another reason why you want a lot of people so that it's sort of is like people can go from person to person. And, but also it's, it's fun and good to kind of, you know, be able to, top and then bottom and no one's gonna get upset because that's it's an orgy that's part of it um but so now that we've classified what is an orgy let's get further into it in terms of okay what are the types of orgies and the more i thought about this the more i realized and again this was really helped by the fact that the two orgies that i went to were sort of opposites of one another there are two types of orgies in my mind 
Um, there are what I call social orgies, and there are what I call event orgies. Social orgies, sort of in the name, the social elements are just as important, frankly, if not more sometimes, than the sex elements. Social orgies are really just parties. Like, just think party, nonstop, not nonstop, party, full stop. Now just add a little bit of sex to that, you've got a social orgy. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then the other aspect, I, I narrowed this down to two for each. The other aspect of social orgies that really hallmark it separate from an event orgy is that they happen usually in like people's homes or, you know, and there's some gray area between the two different types, but they can also happen in like a hotel room that someone has rented. That's very common, especially if you're not in a big city, people will rent hotel rooms um, or like motels or Airbnbs. But it is, again, it's like some one person or a couple, usually a couple in my experience, like are opening something of theirs, a space of theirs that they, you know, own, paid for to new people. And then you have event orgies where, you know, in contrast, event orgies are pretty much always held. Though, I mean, I've seen the, the been to actually the, the rare one-off moment where people will throw what is really, you know, or not is trending towards an event orgy in their home. But event orgies are almost always in event spaces, meaning in like a bathhouse or in a sex club or in the case of what I'm going to be talking about, a clothing optional men's only resort. That's all of it. Yes. Which are very, very common in the Palm Springs area. There's like, God, there's like four, I think, which is a lot. There's like, there's like four here. And that's like all that there is on the East Coast, West Coast. Like it's wild how many there are here. Um, and so those are, you know, that's where those are held. They're held in event spaces is what I want to say. You know what I mean? Like a space where gay sex would be happening anyways. And you usually have to pay to get into them, which makes perfect sense because, you know, these are event spaces that gay sex would be happening anyways. And you would need to pay to get into them even if there wasn't some big orgy happening at them too. Oh, oh, quick thing I got to mention about orgies as well versus, um, you know, just sex that might happen in like a bathhouse is that with orgies, they are planned. They are planned specific, like, hey, everybody, let's get together at this time at this place. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're at a bathhouse, kind of like things that have the shape of an orgy can happen very naturally. You know what I mean? Like I've been in saunas where suddenly everybody's fucking everybody. But the, what makes an orgy different than um, just sort of like, you know, bathhouse group sex is that it is a planned thing. Do you know what I mean? There, I like, I frankly, I don't know. No, that I, I'm going to say that that's a hard thing. I'm going to make a rule because I've been at some things where people were, are like, come over. And once you get here, we'll look for more people. And that's, that's like, those are haphazard and rickshaw and barely ever work anyways. Even though like people try that shit all the time, I highly don't recommend it. That's just really not the best way to get group sex if, if that's what you're looking for. Um, but so yeah, that's another element of orgies in general. And it's like very hard and fast with event orgies because again, these are like, you know, very specific events that are planned to be at these event spaces. Um, but so let's get into like the, the day I had as a way to talk about these. So... I went to two orgies in one day. It was a Sunday, the, the Lord's Day. Hey, God, not real. Um, and the first one was at 2 p.m. And then the second one was at 9 p.m., which is frankly why I was comfortable doing that. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been like, Jesus Christ, I need I'm going to I need a break in between. And there was time for that. So I was I was I went into that day knowing I was going to go to both. Um, and the social orgy was hosted by some friends of mine. I had actually been to one of their orgies um, before I'd even moved to Palm Springs, it was, I think it was over leather pride that I, I went to, they were, they were actually the one example of people who I'd ever seen basically try to do an event orgy in their home where they like had a title. It was called Gamora 
and it was like very specific how to get in they didn't ask for anyone to pay though and they also put out refreshments and there were people standing around speaking very casually so i think that it still by and large was a social orgy but so i had met these guys prior and had played with them and that also brings up another interesting thing about social orgies is that in most town cities there will be the couple there's like always a couple that hosts orgies there's the orgy couple like i think in palm Springs, there's actually a couple or orgy couples i i know two um but and i've heard that there's others that i just haven't met or associated with yet um but in most towns anytime i've seen social orgies this is the case in portland too the, the portland pdx leather dungeon orgies were fantastic if you live in that area i highly recommend seeing if you can find your way to those but um again it's like a couple that hosts them in their homes and that was the case these were two guys lovely great guys that i met um who i would consider friends of mine now um and i went to their sodom and gomorrah orgy and i think they actually do have like a sodom one the month later it was like the gomorrah and the next month is sodom which is like oh how fun you know what i mean um but um it was like during leather pride but they i i don't know they they noticed me and were like talking to me and, and i was like i'm actually planning on moving here in the future and they were like oh my god then you we throw orgies at the time you should come to the next one and so not the next one the next one that you are in town for so i moved here i went to another orgy and they advertised their orgies on bbrt which is very common to advertise your orgies because you know it's even if like you know um eventually as i'm going to say they actually just got my number and texted me about the one that i went to it wasn't advertised um but they had advertised them on bbrt and so i'd gone to one in town once i'd moved here it was like the month i moved here i believe um and that one i went via bbrt but at that one they were like so you've moved here let's just exchange numbers in the next sometimes we get small groups together and we'll just invite you to that via text and so that was what the orgy that i went to that was the 2 p.m one that i went to was like they texted me on like a tuesday and we're like hey on sunday we're gonna get some people together do you want to just come on over and i was like oh my god do you know what I mean it was like me you picked me I felt so special like truly it was like I gave them my number and then they you know it came to fruition they they invited me yeah have fun it felt it feels special honestly genuinely when when and that's you know I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna talk a lot about what I think good orgy etiquette is and all of these will apply but you know to kind of circularly speak you want to have good orgy etiquette and then with social orgies especially people will just keep inviting you back and then you can even get into the little smaller more tight-knit group of orgy people and it's great i'm a big lover of group sex if you haven't figured that out yet and so you know to be on the list of people is so exciting of, of you know people that are you know you, you know will show up and have a good time be a good time um and so this was what i was going to it was like a it was very and all of their orgies are Palm Springs, every home has like a pool. And so I've never been to an orgy in Palm Springs that didn't somewhat involve the pool. And so it was like, hey, come on in, take your clothes off, uh, grab a drink and hop in the pool. And like they had a full spread of refreshments, which is a, it's an important part of social orgies. Um, and we had just like hung out. They had like shade over their pool. And we it was like me and maybe 10 other 10, 11, 12-ish people, um, maybe even less than that. But um and some one or two people I'd actually recognized, which was exciting to already, you know, know people. And it was, you know, month number three, four of living here. Um, and it was great. It was lovely because the thing about the good aspect of a social orgy is that um, you break the ice by being social in the first place. Um, let me let me look at my notes because, yeah, so the most important thing about a social orgy is that break of the ice with the socialness and all of that. The, there's a couple things that, again, this will sound so ridiculous to people that don't go to orgies and group sex, um, 
because you know like i remember okay i will talk about this i wasn't sure if i was going to tell the story but the first orgy i ever went to my you know point of reference for orgies was porn and in porn they don't show the social elements of orgies because it's you know hired porn stars getting together to fuck and blah, blah, blah. They, they, all they'll show on camera obviously is the fucking and the sex because it's porn so i didn't even know that that was a thing that could happen that people would like chat and talk and sit and gab in between or before or after um fucking their brains out i thought that i had no concept of that being a thing um and so i remember going to this orgy back in my hometown in the south and i you know i i'm from a small city in the south there's not even like a a gay bar there's not a bathhouse not a sex club not anywhere close to that um and so it blew my mind that i got there looked was on the app someone mentioned it invited me and so i show up i'm like 21 I just got on prep. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to like get there and it's going to be wall to wall fucking and pig shit. And oh my God, every hole, blah. you know what I mean? Like, cause that was my frame of reference because porn per- portrays orgies like that, which is reasonable. I get it. Um, but I will never forget opening the door to this hotel suite. And the first thing that just, I noticed was a bowl of Doritos. And I was like, what, what is that doing here? And like, I look closer. It was like several bowls of various types of chips and like two liters of Coke and Sprite and, I was immediately just flabbergasted. I was like, what is that? Because I w- was walking in expecting like people to be like porking immediately in front of me. But no, it was just people just sitting and talking and drinking. They were in the nude. And I was like, okay, this is not what I was expected. But it was just sweet. And so then in the next room over was two queen-size beds and everybody was fucking. But like it, for people that don't go to orgies or, you know, have group sex, that will sound so wild of like, you know hop by the refreshments table and then come on over and raw dog me. Like that's wild. But, um, so that is a big, actually an aspect of what I think makes a good social orgy and is a big dividing separation thing. Not big, but it is, you know, event orgies. They don't usually have refreshments, but at social orgies, because again, this is in people's homes. And again, this is a party with some sex party first and then sex or not party first, but party largely. Um, and so there was like refreshments. And so you want to have refreshments you want to have refreshments sometimes like these guys i love them but they sometimes i'm like what this is too much and he's uh, the the host of them has mentioned that to me that he chuckles being like why did i put out like like i bought like six cheese plates from the grocery store why did i need to do that um but so yes offer refreshments if you're hosting or if you go to one and you're like looking for like is this going to be good or bad if there's refreshments it'll probably be pretty fun because people know what they're doing they're used to hosting stuff like this so refreshments another big one that again people will take for granted lighting being able to see people because the social elements require that kind of thing. Like if you're like in a club with like loud music where you can't speak to anyone, you're not really doing anything. You're not socializing. Do you know what I mean? And so light being able to see people is really important. And I didn't realize that at the time I did later as we'll discuss. And then another small thing, seating, give people places to sit in that wild. We take it for granted, but like I've been to orgies where there aren't seats and I'm like, Okay. Or I've been to gangbangs where there aren't seats and that keeps people in the action. They can't really sit. Or if they do want to sit, they sit on the bed. And so then the bottom can like have at their dick. Do you know what I mean? It's like these little tiny things that you take for granted. Um, and so that leaves the room open. And especially again, these, these elements that I've mentioned are also disarming. Like in that story, I was just sort of like taken aback and not in a bad way, just surprised. And it all, all just kind of serves to like, you equal the playing field. You can speak to people, talk to them, kind of let them see who you are and who they are before you even get to the sex. And so then the sex is like so much less awkward and, and cruisy. 
you've already spoken and talked and broken the ice. And so you're not cruising anyone at these things. You're just kind of like naturally having sex with them. It's not like, it's not like you have to like walk laps, which we'll talk about. So that's social orgies. I had a fucking fantastic time. These guys are great. Love them. Um, I think about it often. I love this little orgy I went to. Um, and then I went home. I think I got home at like 5 PM and was just chillaxing. And then I, you know, as I like to say, got cleaned up and out. And then I moseyed my way over to this other event orgy, which whew, we got a lot more to talk about on this end because I, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not bashing event orgies, like social orgies and event orgies. Neither is inherently empirically better than the other. It really just comes down to what you are looking for and what your sexual priorities are. Um, and I, the thing about this one is that I was going to an event orgy called communion. Um, and I had been to one the prior month. My first time going was the prior month at a different um, event space and enjoyed it. And so I went to this one not realizing, I guess, that I was not going to enjoy it, especially because in my mind, I had been to an orgy earlier that day and had a great time. So I had every assumption that I was going to enjoy this one, which probably just made it kind of more stark that I didn't. But so I'm not bashing event orgies. It just depends on a lot of elements as to whether or not it will be good for you. And this one was not good for me for several reasons. So um, I guess I am going to be naming names sort of really spaces because, you know, I got to because the reason I didn't like this event orgy came largely down to the space. And that's one of the things to consider with event orgies is the space, especially if you've been there before that can kind of cue you in. Um, and I hope that this will be illuminating for people who like have been to like a bathhouse normally, but then there's an event orgy happening. It will be different. <laughs> but the thing about event orgies to know is that event orgies are just sort of the vibe of whatever the space would be anyways, except heightened. Because the thing about event orgies is it's volume. Volume is what event orgies do. They, they bring in more people. That's sort of the point of them when they're in these event spaces, unless they're like hyper specific in terms of like, there will be sometimes event orgies for like fisting or piss or in the, I've also been to social orgies for piss and, and social orgies for fisting as well. But in event spaces, again, event spaces is the, the key part. There will be specific orgies too. But in general, if you just go to a general event orgy, it will just be more people than there would normally be there. And if you're looking for volume, that's great. But you have to remember that it will still be the vibe of the space just heightened. And if if you don't love the vibe of the space in the first place, you probably will not like an event orgy there. Um, and that, frankly, that wasn't even the case in this instance. So to be more specific, I was going to an event orgy called Communion, which happens all over the country in all kinds of different cities. It's I've talked to the the person who organizes them and it's like it's almost its own little if, if not is its own little company at this point it's like he had people in under his employee it's like that's that's another added element of, of event orgies versus social orgies is that it's like it's like planned by like it's not planned by like people that are like mm, excited to have group sex it's like people that it's sort of a business for them i um, mean a lot of time there's you know they work with these event spaces to offer reduced rates of entry and things like that um but so this one was at ccbc um, which is a clothing optional men's resort in Palm Springs. Um, and I had actually been to CCBC before I had gone. Um, well, no, no, it was before I, 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 the first time I came was actually before leather pride. It was like a month before leather pride. Um, and I went there. I just went during the day on just like a, a, a random day. Um, and I didn't realize at the time that the reason I enjoyed it so much, I really did. When I went to CCBC the first time I loved it, it was because it was the day. 
And also because there was not a giant orgy happening there at the same time. Do you know what I mean? It, it was like laid back and chill. And the thing to know about CCBC, I actually, I've, I haven't, no, I have. The thing to know about CCBC specifically, because I was going to say I haven't been to other clothing optional men's resorts in town, but I have actually, in hindsight. Um, the thing about CCBC to know is that it basically is built, it's like a bathhouse, but outdoors. It's like a bathhouse, but without like a roof. <laughs> so there's like, there's, um you know, bathhouse spa elements, like a hot tub and a, and a pool that you, specifically at CCBC, you're not supposed to fuck in those places. And then there are like, um you know, spaces for sex. So like, like specifically, there are these two rooms with like slings in them. And then you go around and behind the like places where people like rent and stay, there's more slings kind of just tucked away. Um, and then, it, like I said, there's rooms that people rent and stay in. It's like a motel style kind of, you know, rooms facing out into the world. That, Which is, again, that's basically what a bathhouse is, except everything is roofed off. Do you know what I mean? This is just that, but without that, like, roof. <laughs> um, and so, as a result, a big part of CCBC and, you know, bathhouses, sex clubs in general, is the cruising element. Of where, like, at a, at a bathhouse, I've been to many a bathhouse, they all are sort of the same in that you go in. You take up all your clothes, uh, you, you get a little towel, and then you just sort of do laps. You do laps, you see if you can, like, there's, like, a game to it all, you know what I mean? It's cruising. You, like, you look down, you, like, hold someone's eye contact just long enough to, like, you know, oh, okay, they want it, and and I want it, and you know what I mean? There's, like, the, like, the, like, brushing of arms as you walk past. It's all, like, there's, it's, like, this, like, game, and it's... And it's very common. It's very normal at bathhouses, sex clubs. That's just how it works. Because there's a vibe of like, you know, they're dark and seedy sort of on purpose to kind of heighten the like, mm, look what we're doing. Eh. Do you know what I mean of it all? Um, and so like, you don't really like say, hi, how are you? To just like a stranger at a, at a bathhouse. It's a little, it's, it, and, and this was the case at CCBC where it felt like if I had said any words, if I had been like, oh, hey, to someone it would have felt like a bomb had gone off. Like it was like, there was like a level of tension um, because it was just so dark that, as I said, I didn't realize that I was going to miss that until later because it was night when I went to this thing. Again, it was at 9 p.m. at CCBC. And so it was dark and they do that on purpose, obviously, because, you know, it's like a bathhouse. You want it dark because of the cruising element. And so again, to loop it back around before I keep going, I'm not bashing event orgies. It just comes down to what you're looking for. And I, it turns out, am not super into, like, cruising in spaces like this anymore. Um, and so, again, that's a big reason why I didn't enjoy this, not bashing event orgies or CCBC specifically. Though, one of the things about CCBC as, an, as a space, and moreover, specifically to this event, I don't know how often this happens, but CCBC, I know, will film porn or, like, let people film porn there. Do you know what I mean? Like, studios, and this is a big thing in Palm Springs, a lot of the studios have migrated to Palm Springs because condoms are now required to be used and pornography in the Los Angeles area. So, so much gay porn gets filmed here now. And sometimes that filming is at CCBC. And sometimes that filming is open to the public. The people can join to choose to join in. Um, and so they, I guess that had been the case earlier in the day. They had filmed something during the day, which makes the most sense. Like, how are they filming at night? It's already dark on purpose. But so they had left up signs that sort of cut the resort in half, basically saying, if you go beyond this point, you are liable to be filmed. Which, while in the like time that I was there, no one had a camera, no one was filming anything. And so I'm, I'm fairly certain that the filming had happened earlier in the day, and they just accidentally left the signs up. 
which is so such a small thing that absolutely kind of wrecked the entire event because that it cut this space in half. And so then no one was going in this back half. Moreover, that cut off, like I said, with with bathhouses and stuff, you just kind of walk in laps. There's like a a track you kind of end up walking over and over to kind of like see who's around, whose eye you can catch. It cut that in half. So it was just, there was half the space. No one was going back there to do anything, have any sex because those signs were up and people, I guess, were worried about being filmed. I was going back there because I don't fucking care. I'm a porn whatever. And so I didn't mind being filmed. I was like, oh, okay, that would be great. Actually, that would be fun. Um, but no, no one was going back there. At one point, I did go back and like sit in a sling for like a full like two minutes. Like count to 120. That's how long I was just... Actually, no, it had to have been less than that now that I really think about it. Because I was not waiting. Like in your mind, that's the way to like think about time lengths is count to the number of seconds. I wasn't there for 120 seconds. There's no way. Um, it must have been a minute that I was sitting in a sling. No one walked by. And this was a crowded event, as we will be discussing. Um, and so, as I said, the event space is already cut in half. Again, this is, I have to keep coming back to this. This is me being, this is very specific to the event that I went to. This is not the case with every event orgy, but I do want to tell you about this thing because it was wild. So, it's already cut in half. And then, like I said, there's like, you know, motel style rooms and then the pool space and the pool space you're not supposed to fuck in the motel style rooms it's not like the doors are just open you can walk in so there's really only like two play spaces and it's sort of like there's a road and then it like there's like a a a, a branch off of that road and then off of that branch there are two entrances to places there's one play space that has like sort of an open entrance it's like you know it's like not four walls it's like three walls and a roof but then the rest is sort of just open and so you can come on in there's no it's not like a tight squeeze to get in there in terms of the opening to the actual play space and there's like benches and a spanking bench and porn playing on like a tv on the wall but then the one across the what i'm going to call the hall 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 it's like a thoroughfare that these two places have to you have to go into this thoroughfare to be able to get into the entrance of these two places is a door not a door door like a doorway and then you go in and it's a left and then a right and then you're in the room and it's not big it's like if anyone's watching this hey patreon it's like the space of like the room i'm sitting in it's not a big space so it's like needlessly difficult to get into and it shares a thoroughfare with this other space and another thing i did not realize until getting there and being like whoa okay this is i'm seeing a lot of the same body type that i normally wouldn't see at stuff like this this was a bear event i did not realize and it wasn't only bears it was like bears and chasers bears and admirers but there was specifically there were a lot of bears there which is my own fault i and it's not like i'm not into bears but uh i love bears but it was more an issue of like um that contributed to to Congestion. That was what I'm kind of getting at is that because these two spaces shared this same thoroughfare and because the resort was already cut in half by these signs that they, I guess, accidentally left up, everyone was going to play in these play spaces. And there was basically one entrance to both of them because you had to go into this thoroughfare. It made this ginormous bottleneck, humongous. And the fact that it was all these big old bears only made it worse. And so I was like, Excuse me, I'm like squidging my way through human people to just try to get to the play spaces. And then especially with this one that has a doorway and frankly is the much more popular play space. There's like a doorway in and left and right and it just creates this line and then you can't actually see who's in there. Or if you actually want to go in there, you have to get all the way in there to see. Um, and also 
that's the only entrance. Like, first of all, that feels like that's got to be some sort of like fire hazard. And frankly, uh, this is a little gross, but I will tell you this because I came home and was sort of mad because again, you had to pay to get into this. It was like 60 fucking bucks to get in. I was mad that I didn't have a good time, kind of feel like I wasted my money. Not mad, mad, but I was just like, or even upset, but I was a little felt gypped. And so I, I texted a friend of mine and he was like, one time I was there at basically a giant orgy, like you're describing at a, at a communion and someone had not cleaned out as effectively as they should have in that room and made a bit of a mess. And then people started like running out of the space, but there's only the one entrance and exit. And so then it like, people started thinking there was a fire because people were like running to get out and then people started, it's a mess. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's, it's, if someone who like designed architecture that was designed to like, um, like move people like airports, you know what I mean? They would like, like vomit if they saw the fucking layout of this place. So you see VC, I gotta be honest with you. It's not, ideal for giant events like this especially ones with bears that you know just take take up more space and so there was this child bottleneck moreover and frankly almost more importantly it was dead silent no one was saying or doing anything it was wild i did a couple laps no sex noises no one talking no no one nothing they were i would see people also doing their laps who wouldn't make eye contact with me, I might see someone standing in like a dark shadow, not saying or doing anything, not playing with their dick. It was just a little creepy. No one was like having any sex. And again, this is comes back around to the fact that these event orgies are just the heightened vibe of the regular like spaces because they take place in event spaces. And so I had never been to CCBC at night. So I guess I didn't know that that was the vibe of CCBC at night. And so I guess I didn't know that it was just going to be that, but more and more intense and more like, again, awkward feeling. It felt like if I had seen someone I knew and been like, oh, hey, which I did do in a, in a second, like people would have like, like yelled or, or flinched or something that do you, if you've been in like awkward, awkward silences like this, you'll know the feeling of like, it felt like, you know the tension tension so much tension and it was so bizarre again because i had been to this lovely orgy earlier in the day where everyone was just lovely and speaking and it was bright and there was no cruising at all um and so it's so quiet so let's get to the nitty-gritty of it okay this was wild so i finally like there's this giant bottleneck like i've said to the two play spaces that anyone actually wants to be in and so i finally like you know i can't get any action anywhere else in the resort it's been like you know 20 25 30 minutes now i'm like okay all right well i i'd been into the play spaces and checked and left because i got there very early i'm a very deeply early person that's also why i didn't get the reduced rate to get in um and then i had to pay for a fucking locker too so i was it was like fully 60 plus dollars to to go have sex somewhere where i live alone could have just stayed at home and had as much sex as i had as the thing anyway sorry 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 tangent um I get into the play space eventually. I'm like, I'm circling back to that because I'm like, okay, I can't can't manage to get anything going anywhere else. I'm in like a singlet and I'm like, you know, feeling sexy, whatever. I worm my way into the play space and I'm like, oh, okay, this is why there's a giant bottleneck because there is maybe 10 to 15 people in that one room doing nothing, standing around in sort of a horseshoe and by horseshoe by necessity, the fact that everyone is standing against the back walls and the side walls. And then there's like a spanking bench with no one on it. 
and it, like a, a flat screen TV that's I believe the only source of light in the room playing porn. And then there's like some seats and like a like a sling in the corner. No one is doing anything. No one is even jerking off. Everyone is just sort of like awkwardly like touching themselves like limply like not erect or anything like that like kind of looking at the porn awkwardly looking around it was so sorry just slapped my thighs so awkward so oh i'm like getting shivers looking back to it and i'm like you know a pretty gregarious person i'm an opera singer by trade and so you have to sort of be like social you know what i mean that has to you know the schmoozing the networking of that is really part of that and so um i'm good at doing that and so then i was like it just compounded it. I was like, this is so unbelievably awkward. And again, on top of that, I had gone to this orgy earlier. So that, that was lovely is what I'm getting at. Anyways, anyways. Um, so I'm, I come into this little room where no one's having any sex. The orgy has been going, been going. I know I got there early, but like, we're like 15, 20 minutes into like the orgy, like, and no one's doing anything. And so I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) okay. Like, no, I was like, I'll be the one, I guess I'll be the one. I'll, I'll be the party starter. I'll be brave or whatever. So I go and I get in the sling. And as I'm going to the sling, people have been staring at me as I come in. I'm not trying to like, you know, toot my own fucking ass or whatever. But I mean, I, I, people were looking at me and I was like, okay, maybe they'll congregate, not congregate, coalesce over and, and come and fuck me if they want to. Um, but at this point, I honestly was a little like unsure of what to do because I had never been in a situation that, that was this awkward and like, like, uh, not dead, but like tense before. Um, and I was like, is this going to break this? I don't know. Like, so I go and I get in the sling, the the chains jangle. And as they jangle, I re- I see people like literally flinching, literally. Like, oh, <laughs> there's because the tension is so ratcheted up so high that like the minute anything happens, people are like, <gasps> it was wild. So I get in the sling no one immediately comes over to me. I like put some, I had some lube, I put some lube on my hole, finger myself a little bit. And then in comes someone who I recognize. Oh, I'm like, oh, thank God. Someone I had met um, at the first time I had been to CCBC. And he was like, ah, he was like, hey, look who it is. He said that out loud. And I watched people like be taken aback. It was wild. They like flinched. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like not a sustainable amount of tension. And I also like I, in my, in hindsight, I was like, is that what they meant? Is that how that was supposed to be? Like, is that how it always is? That's wild. Um, but he comes over and he's like, he's like, hey, good to see ya. He fucks me for, I would say, 10 minutes. Um, and then, and like, I'm like, if you've seen my porn, I'm a pretty loud sex haver. Um, and so I'm like making noises like, ah, you know, yada, yada. Um, I don't know why I'm like being so coy about making sex noises. I'm literally a, a porn thing. But um, uh, I... Uh, so, so the guy's fucking me. I'm making noises. The chains are rattling. Like I'm like, in my back of my head, I'm like, okay, good. This will like break up the tension in the front of my head. I'm like, how fun sex. But in the back, I'm, you know, thinking about the room as well. And as he's fucking me for, again, it was not 10 minutes max, 10 minutes max, not longer than that. The people are coming over and sort of gathering around, which is in most orgies like this, that means like, oh, okay, this person is kind of, kind of get, going to get some back to back action, which is what you want. That's the point. Um, I've been at orgies before and and just seen someone not getting much action and I as a versatile person will go over and fuck them for a little bit until people come over to watch and then I'll peace out to kind of like you know have people be like okay now you know what I mean it's it's I, I can it's like the least I can do is someone who is willing to top if I see someone not getting a lot of action I'll like come over and then the crowd will gather and then I can leave and the crowd will take over in this case like 
like I was thinking once he had left me, oh, the crown had come over, and so they'll they'll take their turns fucking me. And so you know, and they're they're not only just gathering; they're like I remember a guy like reached over, played with my nipples, like 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 ran his fingers through my hair, which was like a little like intimate. I was like, oh wow. Um, but of course, when my friend who I'd n- met like leaves and like kisses me on the mouth, says, "I'll find you later," is like great because uh, I knew he had a husband too that I wanted to get fucked by later. No one coalesces around me. No, everyone just fades back into the, the like awkwardly standing around. And again, this is not like a, a thing of me being like, no one wanted to fuck me. Eh. Like I'm, a, I, frankly, my my kind of perception of myself and sex has evolved a little beyond that. Um, it was more that I was like, oh, okay, this that just wasn't what I was expecting because I thought I like knew how orgies went, and then it did. It wasn't how it went. And so then, um, uh, 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 so then. Now I'm just laying in a sling back to no one doing anything in the room. And I'm, I'm like, okay, people are looking at the spanking bench as I look around the room from the sling. Maybe is that where I should park myself or whatever? So I eventually like, I count to 15 and I've got this thing lately where if I'm like nervous to do something in like a group sex setting, I'll count to 15 in my head. And before I get to 15, I will have found it in me to do it. I don't know why that works for me. But it does. It's a it's a pro tip. If you're ever at like a, a group sex thing and you don't quite feel like you have the bravery, just count yourself down and it will help you kind of like find the balls. But um, so eventually I I get up, rattling chains, people flinching at the sounds. Oh, wild. Um, and I go and I like park myself on the um, spanking bench and I immediately like just so that I'm not just parked there doing nothing. I reach back and I'm like playing with my hole a little bit. I've got lube. And so I'm lubing myself up. Um, so then uh, 15 seconds pass. And then 20, and then 30, and then 40, and then 45. And again, sit where you are, like, and think about counting to that length of time. And that's how long I awkwardly, silently sat on the spanking bench as people just stood there doing nothing. And by the way, standing there doing nothing, which is causing the bottleneck even further and because people can't just look into the space and see if they want to come in it's 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 just chaos and no one is so sorry that was tangential back to me awkwardly sitting on a spank bench with nothing happening truly i just i was like i had never felt so awkward i had been in situations before where i had parked myself in like a sling or something and people didn't come and fuck me or like you know that's not again you kind of like need to let go if you're gonna go to an orgy of the idea of like everyone has to fuck me do you know what i mean or you know the flip side of that like you know you don't want to be pressed about it if someone chooses not to um but i had never felt this level of awkward tension before it was wild and so eventually you have to just sort of like "Mm, anyways and like awkwardly get up and be like yeah anyways that was exactly what i wanted to happen like it's you have to find some way to like with some social grace with like as much of your dignity intact as possible get up and be like "Mm -hmm." because again you have to remember there was a room of people just staring at me doing nothing not having sex with me or anyone who's so wild and again i need to like you know point out again that this was a bare event i didn't realize that at the time and so i'm sure that probably contributed to the fact that i wasn't getting as much action as as um I, that's not, how do I even say this correctly? I didn't think that everyone should be having sex with me, but like I had been to so many orgies and I sort of knew the order of operations, but me being, you know, whatever body type I am, otter really, maybe people were looking for bears to fuck. And so that was contributed and I need to give credit to that. But again, it was just so bizarre. And I, again, I just think it was 
the tension was so insurmountable. Everyone was too scared to do anything because of like literally the noise of making it, doing it, freaking people out. It was so, so wild. And so I get up and I go and I like do a couple more laps, but at this point I'm like, so like, like, um, demoralized because <laughs> I, that's like quite a thing to, in hindsight, I don't think I've ever, uh, experienced something where I felt more awkward in my life in those 45 ish seconds of me just presenting whole and no one going forward in the slightest out of 15 people, some of whom again had expressed interest and then just didn't, it was wild. So I, I leave. I'm there for 45 minutes. I spent 60 plus dollars to get into something where I could have, like I said, had more sex at my own home in that period of time. But again, it was something where I needed to go to see. And again, this does not necessarily come down to me saying all of Venturis are bad. It was again, and that was also why I mentioned all of that, very specific to the situation and the location. But you have to remember that these are in very specific locations of Venturis. And so if you go to these, um, you got to remember and, you know, consider if you're going to go or not. Do you like the event space? Have you been before? Do you know? Maybe ask around, see, see what the, you know, um, uh, uh, not viewership. What's the word I'm looking for? The, the, not attention either. Attendance. There it is. Attendance rate. Like, you know, am I going to get my money's worth? Um, but so I also want to mention in terms of like how to host a good one, just for people out there that are like, you know, want to throw event orgies. Like I said, I'd actually, this was my second time going to communion. I had been to a communion the month before at a place called All Worlds. And I'd actually never been to All Worlds before. Um, uh, and so I was really not taking a risk, but I, I just wasn't sure how much fun I was going to have, what this what the space was going to be like. The thing about All Worlds was that the way it was, and I haven't been there during the day. I don't know if there's more space. I'm pretty sure there is at this specific place, is that... Um, uh, it was like a like an indoor, there was an outdoor kind of mazy area, which was fun. But then there was an indoor mazy area um, where it was like the corridors were wide enough that you could, there were like, you know, could be two lanes of traffic, but not wide enough that you could just stop and stand. Do you know what I mean? If you wanted to stop and stand, you had to step to the side when there were spaces. And the only times that there were spaces to do something like that were all of these different little like sex alcoves where like in one little alcove there's like a sex swing and then in the next there's like a spank bench and then the next there's like a queen size bed uh, the, the next there's glory holes do you know what I mean there's there's no way to just stand around and voyeur and do nothing if you step to the side you're stepping into one of these little alcoves where people are probably already having sex which doesn't force you to have sex but it encourages you to just get in on the action and that was the thing about CCBC was there was just so much space to just stand around. But then in the sexual spaces, they were so crowded that you couldn't, it was, it was a mess. It was a mess. But in terms of like the, the kind of like psychology, I guess, but really the, the architecture, the building planning of a good event orgy, you don't want to give people too much space to just stand around and do nothing because that just compounds the kind of awkward tension that is existing. Um, and so that's why I like the one at all world so much more. Um, I, I, again, I love CCBZ during the day, just not at night, it turns out. Um, but so the next thing I want to talk about is, um, and really the last thing is, and uh, maybe finish the sentence, babe, but also probably the most important thing in terms of advice that I can give you is I want to talk about etiquette. This is something that's very important to me. I have been to many an orgy because I'm a giant whore. Hey. Um, and the thing about orgies, especially social orgies, is that there someone knows who's coming and has made a list 
and we'll know who you are. Do you know what I mean? So if you show up and are an asshole or rub people the wrong way or yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera, they'll know that that was you and they will just not invite you again. You will not get to come. And especially like, for instance, I live in a tiny little, not tiny, but I live in a small city with a very high gay population. So it gets around if you suck at orgies and then people just won't invite you to. So you want to have as good etiquette as possible, not just because it is a, you know, you are engaging with other people and you want to make sure you don't hurt them or their feelings or, you know, over-engage, whatever. So first and foremost, most important is consent is always, that was wild. What was that noise? Consent is always there and possible and you can have it whether you're a bottom or a top. I think this is more important to say to bottoms and to get in your head that if you want to stop, you can absolutely always stop. Um, you know, if you're like, park yourself in a sling and I don't want to use the word trapped but it can you can you know if your legs are up and you're in a sling and there's like a line behind the person fucking you it can sometimes feel a little like okay I just gotta stay here and take it you don't but there is ways to sort of like you know not wreck the vibe do you know what I mean like hold on I need a break stop stop like that's a little jarring and that can even in like Social orgies or event orgies that will like freak people out, ruin the vibe. You don't want to do that. Um, and so one pro tip that I can give you, if you're in a, like a sling or really anywhere and you're getting fucked and whenever I do this, I genuinely do need a break. Like, cause you know, I've got like these hips that are super wide and like, I can only like have my legs up for so long, yada, yada. Breaks are good. Um, is I will say I need some water. And I'll be like, oh, hold on. I like someone will like exit me, exit my body with their penis. And then the next person will like begin to approach. And I'll be like, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I got to get some water. Do you know what I mean? And you kind of like do it with a chuckle and you kind of keep the vibe going. That's a pro tip. Just say you need water. No one's going to argue with you. But, it, you know, I guess the flip side of that is to tops. Don't fucking argue. Do you know what I mean? If someone wants a break, someone says, hold on. Someone says, stop. Anything in regards to, you know, rescinding consent on any level, fucking stop. <laughs> don't keep going and then you know to kind of go along with that one don't be too aggressive you really like aggressiveness is really there's there's but it's you know it's a fine line but like because how do i even say this there are people myself included sometimes in the right situations where i don't want you to ask if you can fuck me i just want you to fuck me do you know what i mean um like if i'm presenting my ass then fuck it do you know what i mean um, but there are like, uh, tops that are too aggressive because of the things that they choose to do. And there are same with bottoms. So like, for instance, I was at, um, it was actually the piss orgy that I got monkeypox at potentially. And I, you know, was on this kind of like dais, dais, like, you know, this platform, um, taking date, getting fucked, yada, yada. And someone exits me and then someone comes behind them and starts eating my ass, which feels great. Um, but I guess I had <laughs> been a little too piggy in my endeavors and had given, oh no, I can't even, I was going to say gave the wrong idea that they could do this, but no, fuck that. They should have asked, or frankly, they should not have done this. This was not the space. They blew air up into my asshole and said, yeah, farted out pig. And I was like, I didn't say anything at the moment, but I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> Because I'm at an orgy surrounded by majority strangers, people I've never met before. And if I don't want to be known as the farter at the orgy, do you know what I mean? And so because he did that, that ended my night. I had to just get up and go and sit on the couch that they had. Because again, this was a social piss orgy. Um, 
and just like have a drink someone maybe like you know drink some more piss but like i didn't want people to fuck me anymore because i didn't want to just be farting on their dicks like i was so annoyed to be i wasn't openly annoyed i know how to kind of have the social grace to be like no it's okay it's okay because he did come up later and be like i just want to check that you're okay i'm sorry I hope I didn't like, you know, bother you. And I, I, of course, being the, you know, loving saint that I am was like, no, no, it was totally fine. Don't worry about it. Even though internally I was like, I really should have said like, I'm okay. But you know, you, in you know, for future reference, you probably shouldn't do that because we're at an orgy and people don't want to just fart in front of other people. Do you know what I mean? You'll be known as the farter. And so that's a good example of as like a top, not just as the bottom, like don't be too aggressive, but to get into really like, God, this is what another thing that like really got me thinking about orgies was I way back when it was right when I moved here, I did go to two orgies within like a couple days of one another. And so I got to see the same person at two different orgies. They were a total bottom, like aggressive in such a way that I, it felt like they were like assaulting people. Like they would be like on the bed. This, there was like a motel orgy that I saw them at. This was, that was one of the two. And they would park themselves on the bed. Like, you know, like, you know, on all fours, like looking for doggy style, they would reach out and try to grab people's cocks and drag it into them, like pull them, pull a human person by the penis into their asshole. And I watched a couple be like, whoa, like, you know, you have to just awkwardly chuckle and back away. I also saw them at a different orgy that week try to like sidestep them like really quickly so that people's dicks would just fall into them. Do you know what I mean? Like they'll be standing and someone will be going to walk you know, next to them and, you know, you know, beyond them. And they'll just quite quickly like squat and step to the side and try to just like get their dick into them. Like that's like, that's like, that's like rapey to be frank. But it's one of those weird instances where it's the bottom doing the rapey thing. Do not fucking do like aggressive shit like that. That is wild to do anywhere at any time. Like that's imagine reaching out and trying to pull someone who has expressed no necessarily no interest in fucking you into your asshole by the dick. Like that's the fact that someone did that. I watched them try to do it several times. Blows my mind. Um, And so that's like another thing of aggressiveness. Don't be that person to be that aggressive. You will get blacklisted or moreover, you could not get blacklisted because the like host doesn't see you doing that. Um, and people don't want to be the snitch to be like, Hey, don't invite that guy again. Do you know what I mean? And so then you just keep coming and ruining the vibe. People are like, Oh God, this guy. Now I don't even want to be at this orgy. Do you know what I mean? The vibe comes up a lot in terms of etiquette. You want to, you want to help maintain the vibe as often as possible, but you also want to look out for yourself. Another very important thing, and this is something that I think about a lot, and it annoys me a lot, to be frank. Not annoys, again, that's more aggressive than I feel about it, but it does make me, like, irks me, I'll say. Um, I get a lot of messages all the time on the apps, on Twitter, of people saying, I wish that I could be you. I wish that I could, and that's not me being like, "Mm, I'm so hot and my life is incredible. I do just have a fuck ton of sex. And a lot of people wish that they could also have a fuck ton of sex. And so that's what they're getting at. They're not like, I wish I could be as attractive as you if that would no but it, it the people say that to me all the time and a, a not a majority of the time but a, a lot of the time they are so much more attractive than me they are so much more conventionally attractive than me the people that say i wish i could have the sex that you have and i always am like so confused by it where i'm like what are you talking about you can you have abs you have biceps the size of tree trunks you are a you know a skinny hairless perfect twink that can like 
you know, put your legs behind your head. What are you talking about? I wish I could have sex with you. And they're, they always are quick to say, oh, well, you know, I'm only into people that are as muscular as me. Or, you know, oh, I don't like people with body hair. Or, oh, I don't like having sex with people that are older than me. If you feel any of those three things, and then there, there are probably a myriad of other hangups that I could mention, and you have those, don't go to orgies, to be frank with you. Or... Be the one to host the orgy or, and this is much less likely to happen, only go to an orgy that is specifically basically tailored to a body type or an activity that you are expressly into. To put it all together, do not, if you are a picky sex haver, be picky about the orgy, not who you have sex with at the orgy because it ruins the vibe if you are just standing around leering, not having sex with anyone, like I said with the whole fucking CCBC thing. And on top of that, I've been at orgies where um, people are very clearly looking for like something very specific, a very specific body type. They're like looking for like, okay, you can see it on their face and in their actions. They are sizing everyone up. Do I want to have sex with them? Do I not? Is there someone in this room I want to have sex with? And there's like, you know, a way to look around and then you leave and it ruins a vibe. Like the time that I've seen that happen really happen and it kind of like, it's kind of like not through me, but it definitely made me be like, oh, it's okay. That's not great. The guy was clothed like it was actually it was at that communion um, that first one that I went to. And again, it was like a mazy place. So you had to just walk around and a guy fully clothed, like a really fit, hot muscle guy just kept doing laps and peeking his head into spaces. And then like very clearly, like kind of being evident on his face. Oh, I don't want to have sex with these guys. I'm going to move on to the next space. And it don't do that. Oh, my God. Don't do that. Jesus Christ, like just if you are a really picky person about having sex, like who you'll have sex with, that's honestly that is valid and fine. But if you wish you could be a giant fucking pig like me and have like sex 24-7, you have to fix that. You have to figure out how to be into more people. And don't go to orgies if you feel that way. You will wreck the vibe by just kind of being indignant like, ew, uh, uh, I don't want to have sex with that guy or that guy or that guy or that guy. You'll look like an asshole to be frank. Um, Okay, and so then one last thing, and this is something that... um, Oh, I just switched my leg position and my entire legs are fully numb. Okay, cool. Um, This is something to the bottoms of the world. Hey, y'all. Hey, whores. I'll fuck you someday. Um, uh, If you're like a cum dump, which I have every respect in the world for, I definitely have my cum dumpy moments, cum dumpery as I like to call it. I do like to feature that sometimes. And the thing about cum dumpery is that a big aspect of that is, is quantity. You know what I mean? Quantity. Come, come, more, come, loads, loads, eight today, nine tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a big aspect of, of cum dumpery and being a cum dump and kind of the goal, the end goal of cum dump sex, load collecting, gang bangs, all of that um, is cum. Cum is the end goal. Like, and I get that. But orgies, that is not the point. Orgies are about having sex with a lot of different people and, and for social orgies, the like social elements of it, hanging out, talking, you know what I mean? Event orgies, you know, it's a little more like, you know, come can be the end goal. But what I'm really getting at is don't ever, or not don't ever, that's very aggressive. I would advise against, that's better said, asking for come, demanding come, requesting come of any kind. I've been at several orgies where people are like, yeah, fucking come to me, come to me, yeah, hurry, fuck yes, come to me, come to me, please, please, come to me, come to me. And that's just not the point. That's really not the point of orgies. The point of orgies is like, you know, it's like that guy said, I'll find you later. He only fucked me for 10 minutes, my friend. And I knew he would find me later. And I, I knew I had met his husband and he would too. Because like, you know, you just want to fuck lots of different people. That's the point of an orgy, not getting as many loads as possible. And so 
don't i would say out outright don't say stuff like that there's like i really i don't know like a good way to to not change the vibe ruin the vibe or change people's sort of perception of you as a bottom in that scenario just don't mention come in me come in me hurry up and come anything like that i've i've been in situations where um where frankly i'm getting tired and there's only so much more i can take and so sometimes i will be like yeah breed that hole that's the, that's the most that i will say i'll never say anything about expediency and i know that that's a thing that's why i really really harp on this because i know that there are cum dumps out there that rush tops that are expedient that if a top can't come they're like okay then leave like stuff like that it really i don't like it when people do stuff like that because i've met tops that literally like are either nervous to have sex with me because they assume i'm going to be like that um or like they just have like you know a very fragile bruised ego and and it's it's kind of sad to see so in general, I, w- I would say don't be like that. Definitely not at orgies. Definitely not at orgies. Getting coming you is not necessarily the end goal. It should be exciting and fun when it happens, but it's not. this is not a load-collecting situation. That's not what orgies are. That's what a gangbang is. That's why you do gangbangs. That's why you listen to my other podcast episode and you host a gangbang. Um, I mean, I would say pro tip in general in that regard of like how to fix that in your mind is just to think cock and pleasure. Like it, I kind of oscillate between the two where like, I feel so fulfilled to to be like, you know, pleasuring someone, giving someone else pleasure. And by extension, the fact that I'm pleasuring them pleasures me. And so I don't need them to come in me. That doesn't feel like it's the end goal. It's like I've already like achieved a level of the end goal by just having them be like, oh, yes, like put their penis in me. Even just that first thrust. Like, yes, we've done it. Pleasure. Good. And it's the same with cock. Like you can think like how many dicks have it gotten in me? If you go back and you look at my tweets you might see a a shift when I was like doing the 27 loads thing, which I'm going to talk about in another episode. um, That was definitely about the loads that I was getting. But if you go back further, you'll notice I switched to cock. If I'm like, I had this much sex today, I will say I had like, you know, four cocks in me today because it's not about cum. It's about cock and pleasure. And so that's kind of just life advice, life advice, sex advice, I guess, to the cum dumps and the pigs of cum pigs of the world. Don't go to orgies thinking come, think pleasure, think cock. Come is, shouldn't be the end goal, in my opinion. But so yeah, there's, Jesus Christ, there's my long-ass fucking podcast about orgies. Um, thank you so much for listening. I will be back next month for another episode. Um, get to whoring, you fucking pigs. Uh. <laughs>